0: Welcome to the Leslie Weems Talk Show. I'm your host, Leslie Weems. And I'm your co-host, Kalina Barton. I am an empathic, psychic medium, and prophet. And this show is for those who are waking up to their spiritual gifts. And for those who want to know about the prophecies I've received from God, Jesus, and other spirits. Our mission is to share their words of wisdom and insight about what is happening in our world today and what is to come.
1: Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to the show today. This is your co-host, Kalina Barton, along with our host, Leslie Weems. And today we're going to be talking about spiritual awakening and spiritual encounters. We have several different topics we're going to talk about today. One of them is going to be about when you do encounter these spirits, who is it that you're talking to? And also, um, the importance of setting boundaries when you are approached by different spirits. So with that, let's bring in Leslie at Weems, and I am going to ask her a few questions about this topic because, as you know, if you've listened to this show before, she has gone through her her own personal spiritual awakening. So who better would there be to ask these particular questions? So let's get started. All right, Leslie, have you been approached by anyone who who is waking up to their spiritual gifts right now?
0: Thank you, Cleena. Yes, I have. I have more and more. As we get closer, going through the end times, I've had more people reach out to me that are, and sometimes they think they're going crazy and they just are looking for some kind of validation with, that they can talk to because you can't just go to your local best friend and say, hey, you know, I saw this spirit today and they start talking to me or they're going to think you're crazy. So it is a very touchy time when you start going through an awakening. But typically, they'll reach out to me and they're looking for some kind of guidance. And I think one thing that's been helpful for me is that I have several gifts. So I have discernment, so I know typically who I'm talking to. I also have my knowing, so I kind of have a sense to where they're at. And then, you know, I have where I can talk to spirit, see spirit. So it helps me to get the bigger picture and fill in some of the details of what the encounter is about. So I think it's hard because sometimes people may only have one particular facet of gifts so they don't get the whole story. So spirit can come into the picture all of a sudden and confuse them. And they can even lie to them and tell them they're you know, a good spirit. In reality, they could be a very bad spirit, which I'm seeing as well. So I think it's important. That's why we're doing this show today, is just to make sure that we kind of give you some tools and some validation up front so that when this maybe starts happening to you, you'll at least have that frame of reference.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. When you started to realize that you had spiritual gifts, about how long did it take for you to, um, one, to be able to tap into that, and is that something you do? Do you actually tap into that gift, or does it, is it something that just happens at any given time? Can you give us a little insight as to how spiritual gifts work?
0: Sure. Everybody is different, and it's a personal walk. But I can speak for my own self and, and kind of what I've seen as a pattern in general. And that is typically when you're going maybe through a different patch in your life, maybe a hard time, that you kind of get to a point where you slow down and and you're a little more open to spirit coming into your life. You start having a um, shift of... Changes like, for example, you may have headaches, or you may be starting to have some. Typically, what happens is some dreams that maybe you wake up and have horrible dreams, or just different dreams, and just a lot of maybe things like synchronicities where you see things that you're like, wow, like a deja vu type stuff. So, all these kinds of things start happening, and everybody's timing is a little different, but for me, um. It, it was very fast. I mean, I went through um, probably November, December, and I was already doing readings in April. So to me, it, and I was doing getting so much information that it was very confusing for me. So uh, one thing I have learned that it's not, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But I think, you know, there are resources online to take ESP type tests and things of that nature. And those are helpful because, one, it gets you, gives you some kind of perspective of kind of maybe what your gifts are. And, you know, you can't, they're not going to be 100% accurate, but they do give you a, a starting point that you can start learning and growing and reading about some of the things that you're happening. There's lots of different resources out there from other people. But um, I found that that was helpful. So you can just get online and do that. Another thing is, if you feel you're into it, that I did was I started getting playing cards. And I would sit there and, and go, okay, this is going to be a red card, this is going to be a black card before I pull it up. And I'd put it in a stack of how many I got right. And it's kind of like, you know, you practice because you the more you focus, the more you can see and the more clarity you get with your gifts because it does take time to hone in on those gifts. As well as, you know, for me, I, cho- I choose to work in the white light. So I pray to get clarity as well. So with that, did I answer your question?
1: You did. I also have another question. Is there a way to keep the evil or dark spirits from contacting you? Because I know that you have had both evil and good and even though you practice in the white light, every now and then you will have an evil one slip in there. So, what can people do to help keep that from happening? To help keep them um, from contacting you or, or engaging within conversation with them?
0: Okay. Well, first of all, if you, since you're in, and you're starting to see spirit. One thing that's a good start baseline thing that you, you could do is to use white sage. And that basically cleans the area that you live in, which is the most important place. And that basically, you get white sage or you can get some anointing spray. It's similar. And basically, I can tell you what works for me is I basically will pray to God the archangels, to protect me, to keep me in the white light. And then I will light the sage, and I will go to every nick and cranny in the house, and even myself, family, whatever, and I basically just constantly over and over and over again say, please keep me and the house in the white light and protect us, And no one that is not in the white light is not welcome. Um, I have even gone to setting boundaries of time. So, you know, like for me, when I first started waking up, I would get bombarded with so many spirits. And then I learned that I chose that I did not want to deal um, only with certain types of spirits. So you can either set boundaries at the time you're cleansing the house or you could do it independently thereof so I'll treat it as two different components but as you're cleaning the house I would just walk around the house and say again no one's welcome that's not in the white light if that's what you believe and you set, th- and basically just kind of go through the house so you get rid of all the negative energy that's in the house so that will help you to clear your starting point point. and if you feel that you have other at other times as you go through this process that you get maybe other negative encounters maybe you don't realize that in the beginning because you don't have discernment but you know that you you get spirits and at first you may start talking to someone and you realize they're not good then you want to get rid of them so in that case that's when you also want to kind of go through this process again but as a boundary setting, boundary setting for me was in the beginning when I was going through my awakening. Um, like I said, I would just get so many people or spirits that would come to me and they would be from all different time periods even. And I realized that, you know, that having someone come to you from the 1800s to try to help do something is not going to really be beneficial. I mean, because everybody's pretty much... They passed away, and their immediate families passed away. So I basically set a boundary right out of the gate that, for me, my boundaries were I only wanted to deal with people that I could help. Right? If there was a significant purpose for the encounter, I wanted to deal in the white light. I wanted to deal at certain times because I was getting bombarded in the middle of the night, and I didn't realize it. And so, for me, I I needed to get a handle because I was getting so much traffic. So, it's kind of like, think of it like having a beacon. And and all of a sudden, just everything's coming through and, and bombarding you. And then sometimes, you know, I was noticing that I would get so much information that I wasn't sure who I was talking to because they would talk over each other. So, that's why I think it's important to set some rigid boundaries, especially in the beginning. So, basically, again, just... Um, what light you serve if there's a c- certain time period that you are willing to deal with it if you have any particular boundaries as far as a type uh, a spirits. for me I deal primarily in the holy white light category so I mostly deal with archangels um, my spirit team because we all have a team so like um, arch, we have angels we have spirit guides uh, spirit animals we each have those so um, as an example so it's good to kind of limit it at the beginning to maybe those until you get a little stronger and clearer on what's happening to you so you don't get so much noise because spirits come in frequency and so just think of it like a radio you know you can if you the old-fashioned kind of radios are even a digital, and we were trying to get a station, and you know, some of them are staticky and you can't really hear very well. It's kind of that way with spirits. They all have different signals that they can come through at depending on how old they are, um, how you know how, what their level is, and things of, of that nature. So frequencies, again, are important, and knowing to set the boundaries based on what you'll um encounter After, and then also it's important to note that you know our intentions can be for me for example if I put myself where I have my intentions are open then I will receive spirits that will come to me but it's kind of like one thing that's important to note is that we're in the driver's seat and we, Control what it um, affects us, and a lot of times people don't realize that one thing, and that's the most important thing, is that you have a say so in this. You can say no, and you can say, "I don't go away. I don't want to deal with you." You—it's up to you to decide who you engage with or not. So that's why this boundary setting is so critically important. And just understanding that, and it's okay to say go away and pray if you get scared, you know, pray about having God, Jesus, and the archangels protect you. Um, if you believe in God, you know, and I don't practice in the dark, so I can't tell you as far as the the dark side, but I know that they're equally out there. So, a lot of it is if you're dealing in the white light, you know, they're not going to have you do things that would go against your better judgment. And if anybody challenges you differently, then you know you're dealing with the dark. So, anyway, with that said, I'm going to turn it back over to Kalina.
1: All right, so the next question I have is what can you tell those who may be scared or who may be questioning themselves? when they are experiencing their gifts? Can you give them any kind of encouragement?
0: Yes, I mean, just know that you're not crazy. If you start having some crazy things happen, you know, just take a deep breath, meditate, and just and check in with yourself, that you're not crazy. One thing that was really helpful for me is to keep a journal. You know, that helped me just to kind of keep Focused and and have Some kind of progression of what was Happening to me Reading was another thing that was very helpful To keep me grounded And keep me from feeling um, Scared and overpowered I think for me I was very blessed in that I set my boundaries Right out of the gate pretty much Really soon after this started happening So I don't have a lot of scary Stories to tell um, Where I hear a lot of people That will and but for me, I have discernment, so I I always feel like I know who I'm talking with if they're not good. So I can only imagine if you don't have discernment. And I hate hate keep saying that, but you're a little in that regard. You may not always know, so it is a little bit more um, vulnerable because you don't know when you open the door who's there. But just know that they can't. You can tell them, like I said before, that. Um, That they are not welcome, you can light white sage, you can pray, and and then just shut them out, just think of it like your mind is a radio, and you're going to just turn it off and not listen, and just think about good things, and shut them out, and tell them to go away, that they will go away um, if you do that. But if you engage with them and you continue in conversation and dialogue, then you're basically feeding their fire, and they're going to stick around because they know that they've got you. Think of it as a dysfunctional relationship. You know, if you engage in that, then you're going to get into a bad um, situation. So just remember that they're going to try to play. You know, if they're on the dark side, they can play. Jokes on you, I mean, they have a sense of humor, or they may be totally serious and try to scare you. So just remember that you have the potential and ability to shut them down. So
1: don't be scared to say no. I think it's also important to let our viewers know that they're not alone, that there are quite a few people that quite possibly, are waking up to the spiritual gifts. I think it's important for everyone to know that you may feel like you're the only one going through this, but you're not. That there are others out there who are also experiencing quite possibly the same thing you are. So you're not alone. Leslie is here to help, help you if that's what you need. And with that, where can people reach you if they want to contact you, if they have any further questions for you,
0: okay. Um, there's a couple of uh, resources that we have available for you, and if you go to my website at lesliewilliams.com, there are um, there is a form you can fill out and, and give me a little bit of information of what's going on with you. Um, I'll engage back with you as far as emailing you back and forth, and if it's something that Requires a more um, deep conversation, then we can set up a call. But also, um, I have what's called Spirit Talk, which is a forum that you can get in and you can also ask questions and things of that nature, and then the community can respond as well as myself. And then, um, of course, I also will do readings for people and coaching sessions. So if you want to do something, a more formal process, that is also available to you. And then uh, I have a book that I just put out on the end of November, and it's called Wake Up, the End is Coming, Conversations with God. But in the book, there's a couple of chapters that talk about my backstory of what happened to me, about the different types of spirits, boundaries, and a lot of the things that we've talked about today. But it has a little bit more depth to it. So that's another resource that you can also... And if you're like me, you're dealing with getting archangels come to you. It's basically about prophecies that I've received from God, Jesus, and the archangels. So And a lot of um, conversations in there as well as visions, remote viewing, a lot of different... um, Uh, use of my gifts throughout a period of about a year and a half so anyway those are the things that I can I I think I have that I can come up with Uh, hopefully you know the key thing is I'm very passionate you know there's a lot of people waking up out there right now because we're in the end times and so a lot of people are being called so you know I think it's important and I'm very passionate and driven to try to help you so just know you're not alone and that um, you've got this, and just take a deep breath and enjoy the journey instead of be, being scared of it, because it can be in a, a miraculous, life-changing time.
1: All right, well, thank you for sharing your experience today, Leslie, with our viewers. And again, go check out the website at Leslieweems.com, where you can also find her book called Wake Up, The End Is Coming, Conversations With God. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for
0: listening, and I hope you enjoyed our show. For those of you that are awakening, embrace your gifts and use them for the good of this time. Stay tuned for Prophecy Updates because God and His team have a lot to say, and this is the quickest way I can share what they want you to know. For more information, visit my website at lesleyweems.com and check out my new book, Wake Up, The End Is Coming. It is important